0: Right now, we are at a point where we should be hitting close to $40 million in 2021.
1: You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. Hey, folks, my guest today is Mohammed Yunus. He's the founder and CEO of VFairs, the leading virtual and events hybrid platform in the world. He led the growth of the company from two people back in 2016 to 250 plus today in 2021. He's going to share revenue here in a second. Mohammed, you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. All right. What's revenue
0: today? Uh, so, right now, we are at a point where we should be hitting close to $40 million in 2021.
1: That's incredible. Now, where were you exactly a year ago? Where'd you finish 2020?
0: Uh, it was around 30 million.
1: How are you? How are you doing this when you have competitors like Hopin and Visible raising gobs of capital? You're bootstrapped, I believe.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I think, uh, see, in our case, uh, uh, you know, as uh, you know, with all respect to Hopin and Visible, uh, within our customer base, we we don't hear much about them. Uh, again, we primarily deal with uh, enterprise customers who really care about. Uh, the visual look and feel of how their event should look like. They want their events to be memorable. So we are a lot more in that uh, 3D, highly visually appealing uh, virtual event platform, uh, whereas many others are 2D enhanced networking tools. Uh, and and you know, we don't compete uh, with those guys much within the enterprise sector.
1: I remember in March when you came on last year, I was shocked by your your average ACV, which backs up the story you just told. What is your average ACV today? Is it still in like the 14 to $30,000 range?
0: Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I think uh, as of now, our average customer is paying us $33,000. Uh, so that's what they're paying us now uh, you know, for the past five months.
1: And, and what? So, so why are they paying so much more? You mentioned visual customization. Are there other things you're sort of upselling against that no one else is doing or they're doing a poor job at?
0: Sure. No, I think uh, for us, the the, the following is a key, right? So first of all, our platform looks uh, visually appealing. It's uh, one of the most beautiful platform out there. That's one. The second thing is our platform is also something that is end-to-end integrated so again when we work with these enterprise customers they care about integrations with their crm providers like salesforce hubspot Uh, they care about integrations with the likes of marketo you know if it's a you know if it's a an ats company whether it's you know a couple of others so it's a it's a fully end-to-end integrated system and uh, third and last thing is that see we have been in the market for almost more than five years so we have far more depth in terms of feature set versus anyone else so when a customer is coming to us uh, you know they get uh, far more depth in terms of feature sets. If they're doing a trade show, they will have the ability to showcase their products, sell their products. If they're doing a job fair, they can pull up their jobs, uh, RSS feed, they can you know, uh, have uh, candidates apply for jobs and so forth. So uh, when it comes to that depth of feature set, we also have that versus uh, a lot of other players out there. And how many customers today? Uh, roughly close to uh, 1250 plus active paying customers at this point.
1: 1,250? That's true, yeah. Well, that's up significantly. So so you've come on the show twice. Back in 2018, you had broken about a $2 million. Do you remember this? Back in yep. 2018, 2018, you were flirting with like a $1.7 million run rate. And then pre-COVID, so this was, uh, I guess, very early last year, I think this is right, right? You were at about a th- just a three million dollar run rate. You almost ten x. Yeah, 10X yeah, yeah, in the past
0: 12 yeah, months. yeah. I remember telling you that number, and I was like, no, I gosh, I wish like I really hit that number. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I was hoping to hit three million, then we hit thirty million. So that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, God, so where where were you in early twenty twenty run rate wise? Do you remember?
0: Uh, it was closer to point four to two point eight million dollars. Yeah.
1: Wow. So, so, okay. So essentially what happened was you went from $2.5 million in run rate to 22 million in, or 20 million in terms of run rate in December of like this past December. So almost 10X growth during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so what drove that? I mean, there's hard, uh, COVID is obviously important, but there's also a lot of hard work there.
0: Uh, absolutely. See, there are two things, right? First of all, uh... I think prior to COVID, you have to be a very forward-looking organization to try out virtual events. So you have to be one of those Fortune 500, Fortune 2000 companies in order to do something unique. Now with COVID, what has happened is that uh, everyone is, uh, you know, forced to learn about virtual events, to do virtual events. And when they went out there trying to look for a platform, we were one of the most trusted platform out there. So if you go on G2, you know, again, with all respect to all the other people who have raised tons of money, you will see us as number one when it comes to the highest rated platform. Uh, so no one, no one, and I say that with a lot of confidence, no one can beat us on customer support. Uh, so as much as a software play, uh, one thing where we just, uh, you know, we are better than anyone else out there is, you know, uh, how how great our customer support versus anyone else out there uh, that's one then again you know when they were researching uh, who's the most uh you know trusted player most uh you know the, the player with uh, a lot of um great reviews and then again you know player with with a bit of a you know who can help you run an event that is highly memorable. We came out there at the top, right? So we were the one who got a lot of that influx of new business. We, in fact, had to turn uh, away tons of business. You know, This this 30 million could have easily been 60 million Have million. I've been not uh, caring about customer support. In many cases, we let the customers um, just, you know, we have to apologize to them that, you know, uh, the kind of support that we aim to provide, uh, unfortunately, we feel that we may not be the right vendor uh, exactly at that peak when we got tons of customers here. Yeah.
1: You have 562 reviews on G2, which means you probably get a lot of organic traffic from there, maybe some paid as well. But the playbook you run to make sure when you impress a customer, they actually take the time to go leave a review is an important playbook. What does that sound like?
0: Yeah, I think uh, see uh, within the events industry, what happens is that anytime a customer is coming to any vendor, including us, I think they they know that they're going to work for uh, weeks, if not months. For that one day, that one day, that one day for a virtual event has to go just perfectly well okay. and they would always go ahead and do their research. So they will they want that social proof. So they will see G2. They will ask us, can you give us social proof? So they will ask us for references. And then, you know, once once they are done doing a virtual event with VFairs, they know how much how much those reviews have helped them. So again, just by default, they go out there and, and, and post some of those reviews. Of course, we encourage them, you know, as well that, you know, if you feel that you, whatever, you know, whether it's good or bad service, we would love you to kind of go ahead and share that internally as well as externally with the world.
1: Talk to me about team today. How many folks full-time? Uh,
0: 250 people.
1: And how many are in support?
0: Uh, so in support, we would have roughly around uh, 120 plus people.
1: Wow. Okay. How did you scale that? So almost half your team is in support. Are they all based in the States or how'd you scale that team?
0: So, so they're based all over the world. So, you know, from U.S. to Canada to Australia, Singapore, etc. But bulk of our support uh, is based out of either uh, Pakistan or uh, out of some of the other Asian countries. Uh, Again, they work uh, U.S. time zone. They work uh, U.K. uh, European time zone. So we 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 kind of assign them based on wherever our customer basis.
1: This is also just an insane amount of, this must take a lot of your time. You had 45 people on about on, on the team about 16 months ago. You've hired over 200 people. I mean, how do you hire 200 people in 18 months?
0: You know, I think we, we, have, uh, we have that brand recognition in most of these countries. So again, when we were hiring, uh, we went to this uh, you know online university drive. Uh, we went to the best universities out there in the world, and we literally hired any, any good candidate that was available at that time.
1: What did you do? You reached out to like the deans of the schools and said, send them our way? Or what was the playbook there? Uh, We reached out to the career services team.
0: Uh, So again, you know, in in some of these universities, we are already well known. Some of them are our customers to begin with. Uh, So again, they would say that, by the way, we use VFIRS platform, they're hiring, go ahead, you know, and they will recommend sometimes handpick candidates and will give give it to us.
1: Smart. How many engineers on the team?
0: Uh, Roughly around 50 five-zero
1: okay and last time we spoke you were just scaling up your your sales team you had two quota carrying reps right before covid hit and you had an them on an annual quota of five hundred thousand. what does that look like today
0: uh so we have roughly around 27 of them right now okay so that's also
1: scaled. have you increased quota target or is it still about half a million
0: uh no uh, each one of them have roughly around uh, anywhere from one million to two million depending on the stack size
1: So a bit of a surprise for you today, and many of you know this, but some of you don't. There is a cheat code as a software startup to getting your finances right. And that cheat code is called Pilot. They do bookkeeping, tax, and give you financial expertise, perfectly customized for every single founder. And it's not just automated. This is critical with accounting because sometimes we need custom stuff done, whether it's a round or an exit or a sale or just something else. So they put actual experts on your account. And I said, pilot team, please give us a great deal they have. You can check it out at nathanmacacom forward slash pilot. They've got expertise in startups. You'll get your own personal expert and specifically they're giving a great discount to all of you guys that start working with them today. They integrate with the best financial tools in the business like Stripe, Square, Brex, Gusto, Bill.com, Shopify, you name it, they're there and they give world-class support and advice. This is the kind of stuff that I use to get my monthly PL balance sheet and cash flow statements done without hiring a full-time CFO on my team. I can get all this done for a fraction of the cost. Do it yourself at nathanlacka.com forward slash pilot. Start today. How, how do they respond when you said, hey guys, we have to increase quota from half a million to a million.
0: Uh, each one of them have hit uh, at least uh, 3 million or above last year. So again, in most cases, this is almost, uh, there's no one who have not hit a target. Uh, in most cases, they've hit their targets within a quarter or two quarters. That's what has happened.
1: So if I was one of those sales rep that joined you during COVID and I hit my quota, like what are you probably paying me base and what are you paying me in com- a commission?
0: Yeah, it's roughly 100 and 100. So you will okay. get uh, around, yeah, 200 plus.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's right in line with what we see. Two hundred thousand, and then above a million dollar quota, five to one ratio. Your salespeople yeah. are profit centers, right? Yep, yeah, exactly. That's where. Any challenges? I mean, it sounds like it's all working. Any challenges scaling that sales team?
0: Uh, so the, the challenge, uh, I think, at that time was really we we strive in being extremely transparent and when there's a lot of money coming to you you want to be make sure that you know as much as you want to win the customer you also sometimes want to just be careful of what you're signing up with right because the way we have been able to scale is that we have been absolutely clear what our platform does how we can support you how we can help you right uh, during the covid times a lot of customers would just want to sign up with you without even telling what they're looking for you know and again we were very careful of again not having sales people who are just out the out there for money we care about just again we don't we don't want to get a customer for first year we want to get a customer for the next three to five years and we just want to make sure that we are signing up the right customer so just having that transparency having that like you know extreme honesty within within salespeople that's what we typically look for when we're trying to hire someone
1: if you sign up no new customers over the past 12 months which we know won't happen but let's just assume it for a second how much will you grow revenue just because of the power of your expansion team
0: yeah uh, so uh historically speaking it has been close to 140 percent so our net revenue generation historically was 140 percent we have to see Because in 2020, of course, we got a lot of these customers who were trying to do a physical one. Now they did a virtual one. As of now, we are seeing that uh, we will have at least close, like anywhere from 70 to 80% uh, customer retention and hopefully 100 plus revenue retention. So we'll see what will happen this year. Uh, But uh, historically speaking, it has been anywhere from 140 to 150% revenue retention. Just to
1: be clear, 80% retention would be 20% churn and then 60% expansion for 140 net. Is that right?
0: That's historical numbers. Uh, we'll see what will happen in twenty twenty one. But that's exactly what happened in the. Okay, let's moment. talk. Let's talk money.
1: You yeah, have yeah. you must be turning down VC emails every single day. What's the highest offer you've gotten?
0: Uh, so, uh, yep, yeah, I think we, we all have seen uh, valuations for for Visible, et etc. But uh, you know, again, we we have seen anywhere from ten times to twenty times revenue. So minimum ten times, all the way up to twenty times of our revenue is what mm-hmm. we have seen so far.
1: So you've seen basically sort of soft offers above six hundred million dollar offer, uh, offers. You know, let us write a check and at that valuation.
0: Yeah, yeah, roughly around five hundred plus.
1: Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Um, you've obviously chosen not to take any of those offers, correct? As of now, yeah. What would change your mind?
0: I I think for us, it's just about the money. It's really about finding the right partner. Uh, You know, we are here for the long term. So we are not a company who is just an afterthought of COVID. We feel that uh, we we always knew that, you know, there would come a time that similar to any company, they have uh, Microsoft Teams, they have Zoom, et cetera. There would come a time where every company will need a virtual event license. So we are here for the long term. I think at this point, uh, there's uh, there's a lot of... uh, there's a lot of money being spent for this industry, and I think there are a lot of people who are looking for that short-term gain, short-term confirmation. None of us knows what will happen over the next 12 to 14 uh, months, 12 to 24 months, given people are going back to normal. So again, just anyone who is there for a bit long term, you know, five to seven years is what we are looking for primarily, rather mm-hmm. than someone who is just there for the short term.
1: And current captive, I mean, are you sole founder? Do you have co-founders?
0: Uh, so yeah, I'm the founder and CEO of the company. And then, of course, this uh, company is, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a parent company who own Vfairs, then uh, that's pay.com. But
1: yeah. There's, there's do you own majority of the equity though, or does the parent company own the majority? Pa-
0: parent company owns the majority.
1: Okay, oh, so I didn't know this. So this is makes it more difficult probably for you to move, uh, you know, raise capital, exit, et cetera. I imagine. Who is that parent company?
0: It's bath.com B A Y T.com. B A Y T, okay.
1: Uh,
0: and again, they they act as just VC. So as such, um, as such, yeah, I think they are they're pretty awesome in a way that, you know, pretty much all the decisions are done and taken by me. So I think on that that's, front, you know, we have completely
1: that's nice so how much equity do you own today
0: uh yeah i'm just unfortunately not allowed to disclose that one i would have have told you
1: okay that's okay
0: all right so got it that makes sense um i guess a couple other questions
1: here right uh you know johnny has to figure out a way to validate his validation or his valuation at hop he does things like buy Streamyard, which is 30 million in revenue for 250. are you right now in acquisition talks with anybody
0: uh, we are uh, in discussion uh, with uh, yeah within 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 a sector where you know again we are moving towards hybrids. So anyone who has been ha- doing physical events before, like physical event mobile apps, we are in discussion with a couple of people.
1: Do you think you would exit before December or no? Uh, no. Got it. So it'd be a longer term play there. Yeah. Would you look at for a full exit, or would you have them like write a small equity check in business and stay close and scale that way?
0: Yeah, I, I, I would love to, I think, uh, we, we feel that like we, we have the team and we have that vision to kind of run this company for the long term. So we're not trying to really, uh, you know, just kind of fix it at this point.
1: And are you more interested in those kinds of partners that are direct competitors, Hopin, Visibo, et cetera, or adjacent categories?
0: Uh, it's more adjacent categories. So we are looking for people, you know, who have done physical events before. And as, you know, physical events are moving towards hybrid, virtual are also moving towards hybrid, just trying to find the right partner, you know, who, you know, together we can work with them to build a stronger company.
1: Very good, Mohammed. On that note, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Uh,
0: the favorite business book have been uh, yeah, just zero to one like that. Uh, it's always a favorite one. Yeah.
1: Well, you've you've certainly done that. Uh, number two, is there a, C- a CEO you're following or studying?
0: Uh, I have always uh, yeah appreciated uh, Steve Jobs, but uh, nowadays it's uh, you know Satya from Microsoft.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Is Microsoft one of the folks you potentially exit to? Uh,
0: they have never reached out to us so yeah I, I have no idea
1: <laughs> number three what's your favorite online tool for building VFairs? fairs
0: uh, I'm a big fan of Hubspot so again you know uh, with with this influx of uh, new leads Hubspot have helped us a lot so you know pretty fan of them yeah
1: are you using any sort of these new
0: tools you know remote.com pilot any of these uh, we are primarily again yeah I think just sticking with Hubspot with uh, slack you know those regular channels none of none of the other fancy ones as of now
1: Number three, how many hours of sleep? Or number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night?
0: Yeah, I think hardly four, four, four to five hours max at this point. Four to five, Muhammad. That's how do you survive on four to five hours? Yeah, I think with uh, yeah, I think when, when you keep on hitting those great numbers, you know, you know, you, you have this adrenaline, adrenaline rush. You hardly get to sleep, even in those four to five hours. You have you know, again, a deal or or something in your mind. Yeah. How How old are you? I'm 37.
1: 30. Okay, you got plenty of energy then. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids? Married with two kids. Two kiddos. Okay. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20?
0: Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, uh, again, the early you start your business, early that you get into things that you're passionate about, the better it is. You know, I think, you know, the the longer you delay, you're just missing out on tons of those great energy years that you have. Mm
1: -hmm. Are you the largest player in this virtual event space that is still bootstrapped? Uh,
0: I, yeah, I, I would, I would like to believe that. Yeah. I think, I don't think so. You know, but when I look at others like Intrado, Sex Connects, um, Hopin, I think you know each one of them uh, is no longer bootstrap. So I would like to believe that, yeah.
1: All right, guys, that's the headline. Biggest bootstrap company in the virtual event space grew 10X over the past 12 months, flirting with 30 million bucks in terms of run rate today, hoping to break 40 million by the end of the year. Over 1,250 customers up from 170 just about a year and a half ago. They've hired 200 people over the past 18 months. Now 250 full-time on the team. They've turned down valuations in the $500 million range. They want to find a long-term partner in acquisition talks now, but might not pull the trigger. We will see what happens. Mohammed, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan.